We're on? We're, we're, we're on. Hey! Sunday coffee with the Azorian one. Welcome, everyone. Good to see you. Good to see how things are going. How's your Sunday morning going so far? That's great. It is currently 8.30-ish. Uh, 8.33 here on the uh, West Coast here in currently sunny California, Northern California. Uh, this is the Azorian one of the Capos Crusaders here with my now uh, weekly program called now now called Sunday Morning Sunday Coffee excuse me Sunday Coffee with the Azorian one credit to uh, our own Dr. Barry with that line because Good Mornings was a little vague a little generic as Manderson said so it's Sunday Coffee with the Azorian one sometimes I have a topic for you. Sometimes we'll just chat about the news and comic book news. Uh, as usual, you may hear some noise in the background because there's two boys, my sons, over here having breakfast, currently watching uh, Disney XD's Sunday morning Marvel Marathon. Right now it's Avengers, the animated series, uh, all morning long. Right now uh, Black Panther and the Falcon are uh, on a mission together. That's all I got for you. I think we may have seen this one already. No, whatever. Boys are watching that. They're having breakfast. And um, we're going to discuss random topics I bring up with. Now, of course, I have my swag here. Of course, I have my uh, my favorite Marvel guy right here, Iron Man, Mr. Tony Stark, over here to the side. I got one of my favorite coffee mugs, which is my favorite DC man right there, the Batman. Yes, I have a thing for rich guys who try to fight for justice, I guess. I also have a thing for blind guys. Uh, there's Murdoch right there, Daredevil, my number two Marvel guy. Right there, little bobble, little pop guy, right there. And I have my coffee. I've got my breakfast. A few little cinnamon rolls, mini cinnamon rolls. So first on the agenda, uh, it's been released that we have a running time for Avengers: Infinity War. So we have the coffee here. There it is. Marvel's uh, Avengers: Infinity War looks like it's going to be at a two and a half hour runtime. Two and a half hours. That'll be right now. That makes it the longest running Marvel film. In the entire MCU. Before that, the longest one was Captain America: Civil War, at two hours and like 47 minutes. So Infinity War beats it by three minutes. Could be credits. Who knows? Um, that's along the lines of what the Dark Knight was. Dark Knight was two and a half hours. Um, Lord of the Rings was pretty much always two and a half hours, up to three hours. So that runtime never really bothers me when it comes to movies, as long as it's entertaining. Um, I, I've sat in a theater for over seven hours when we watched the Dark Knight trilogy in theaters back to back to back, which is one of the happiest days of my life. Jackson's playing with cars right now, so if you hear the engines revving, that's him. So yeah, we have a uh, runtime of two and a half hours for Infinity War, if anyone has uh, some questions about that. It is being directed by the Russo brothers again. The Russo brothers, of course, directed The Winter Soldier and Captain America Civil War. Uh, I'm a fan of the Rus uh, Russo brothers, being that The Winter Soldier is still my favorite Marvel movie of all time. You guys want a top five? You want a top five, my, my, my top five Marvel movies? I think you guys need to know it. All right, so. My top five Marvel films. Here we go. Number five. Captain America Civil War. Number four. That was my dog, Indiana. Number four. 
Guardians of the Galaxy. Number three, Black Panther. Number two, the first Iron Man. And number one, Captain America, The Winter Soldier. Love The Winter Soldier. It's my favorite Marvel film. It's half comic book, half spy thriller. And in my opinion, when a comic book movie can also be entertaining and enjoyable and outstanding if you remove the comic book factors, you get a successful movie. So if you took out Steve Rogers, Romanoff, Fury, Shield, Hydra, and had a, just a movie without comic book characters but still the same plot, you have a fantastic spy thriller. So it's already a great spy, th spy thriller film. Then you throw in that's MCU. Then you throw in Steve Rogers. And you throw in what's going on with Hydra. That's why Civil, uh, That's why Winter Soldier is my favorite Marvel film. Even as an Iron Man fanatic. Winter Soldier. My favorite Marvel film. The first Iron Man being number two. So that was a little, little off-ramp there. But yeah, we now have news that Infinity War will be two and a half hours. Um, kind of expect it when you're fighting Thanos. When... You're going to have the highest number of Marvel characters in one film that we've had, period. Uh, you got what looks like Cap hanging out in Wakanda with Bucky and T'Challa. You look It looks like we've got Team Goatee hanging out, which is Tony Stark and Doctor Strange. Uh, Thor is hanging out with the Guardians, it seems, and they're all going to converge. Excited about it. Excited. The Russo brothers uh, do good work, in my opinion. So I'm I'm happy to see that they've now been passed the torch as the go-to epic Marvel directors. Um, curious to see. Curious to see what will happen after that. And also, here's another side ramp. Who do you think is going to die in Infinity War? Oh, anyone wants to chime in on that? Who do you think is going to die in Avengers: Infinity War? Everyone's always believing like the main two, Cap and Tony, and I'm very upset if either one of those guys die, especially this guy. I'm not gonna be happy with that. My my my, what I like to see happen to this guy is he takes over running the well. He already is, but he becomes like the new Fury. Like in the comics, Tony became head of Shield, all that. I like to see Tony become the new Fury. Uh, not that I want to see Fury die, but. If I gotta choose, I mean, I don't want to see Cap die. Although it's rumored that Cap probably is gonna die. It's just gonna be emotional. I, I remember sitting in the theater at Civil War, myself and the rest of the Crusaders, we were worried, we were tense, all of us believing that since Cap died in the comic, the possibility he died in this movie. So we were tense the whole time. Even me on, on Team Stark. Still tense. I don't want to, I don't want Cap to die. If I was on Team Stark. I don't want Cap to die. You know, just you know, come by the Accords. Um. So when that end credit happens, and we see Steve, it's like a sigh. But, oh, he's he's alive. He's alive. So that that was that was good worrisome fun there. But with the amount of characters we have in Infinity War, they're bound to have a field day of. Killing off characters. Now, I think for sure, we, we know for sure Ant-Man and the Wasp won't die because their movie comes out after Infinity War. There's no way Black Panther's dying. 
not a chance that Black Panther is going to. That, that's you're not going to have the big success that it is, and then have T'Challa die in, in Infinity War. I mean, it'd be out of nowhere. Wouldn't see it coming. Don't think it'd be good business right now, anyway. So there's that. I'll, um, interesting to see. I, I better not kill Ant Man. I mean, you can't kill him. Just, you leave my boy Kunu alone. Don't touch my Kunu. That wasn't that wasn't a dirty mind. That was an actual character. Paul, never mind. We're fine. We're about to roll here while you guys talk amongst yourself. By you guys, I mean the empty room. People make money like this. People make money like this, even on, on TV. It's a webcam series. So you realize how far down the hall you can see. It's nice. See everything in my house. You know most of my family. You can enhance and see my family. Enhance. You have it? Oh. <coughs> so that's where you can comicbook.com, by the way. Comicbook.com reported the reported the runtime on uh, Infinity War. Now going over to uh, LRM, Latino Review Media, to see what they got in the news. And it looks like they're talking about whether Ellen Page wants to come back to reprise her role as Kitty Pride in future X-Men films. That would be interesting. Uh, we do have a Kitty Pride film being made. Um, reporting right now that Kitty Pride movie is on the way. Uh, current DC talent, former Marvel talent, Brian Michael Bendis, seems to be writing the script for a Kitty Pride film, uh, which will be directed by Tim Miller, who directed the first Deadpool film. So, it's supposedly going to be based on the Uncanny X Men issue number 143. Now, first off, uh, Brian Michael Bendis, who's now with DC, but did an amazing run with Marvel, which included one of my favorites, The Invincible Iron Man, where Riri becomes Ironheart. He's writing the script, and Tim Miller, who was outstanding with Deadpool, will be directing the Kitty Pride film. Some good talent there. Uh, Tim Miller, by the way, if I remember correctly, Deadpool was his first film. It was the first movie he directed. He directed TV episodes and the commercials, maybe music videos, but never a movie. And he directed, Ted, directed Deadpool. That, that's his calling card now. That's that's great for him. Now he's moving on to Kitty Pride. That's outstanding. Um, still no word as to whether as to whether Ellen Page would return to play Kitty Pride. Personally, I would like to see I would like to see Ellen Page come back. Okay. I'm an Ellen Page fan. I've enjoyed her work. I thought she was great at Kitty as Kitty Pride, both in she was maybe the what? best part of Last Stand. Mm -hmm. Right now, I'm gonna, yeah, Ellen Page's Kitty Pride was part of the best part of X Men Three: The Last Stand. She had that great line toward uh, Juggernaut that I can't really say right now, but everyone who saw the movie knows what I'm talking about. Uh, Great there. She, I thought she was great in uh, Days of Future Past, which is one of my favorite X-Men movies. 
So I would be thrilled to see Ellen Page return, especially now that, you know, the X-Men are under the Disney umbrella, under the mouse umbrella. That uh, creativity there, and we've got Bendis on the script, Tim Miller directing behind the camera, taken from an actual, being based on an actual issue of the Uncanny X-Men number 143. Is Ellen doing anything right now? Ellen Page, I know, has a TV show on Vice. I know she has a series on Vice which is quite entertaining. I enjoy that show very much. Um, but I mean, aside from that, I can, why not, Ellen? Come back, be kidding. Now that Marvel has control of the X-Men, come on back. Ellen, come on back, do it. You're not doing Juno 2, are you? Nah, come back, be kidding, Pride. Uh, let's see, what else we got in the news here? That was, by the way, that again, that story was from Latino Review Media, LRM, which yours truly writes for on the side. If you haven't yet, you can check out my reviews of The Walking Dead, which comes back tonight, and my reviews of the best film nominees, all on Latino Review Media. Plug! Anyway, uh, that was written by Nick Droll over at LRM. That was his uh, article on Ellen Page status, if she's Kitty pregnant. Uh, let's see, there's rumors floating around that the first Aquaman trailer might be hitting WonderCon this year. Let's see, that's a possibility. Yeah. Uh, we could, we're getting a first look at DC's animated film, The Death of Superman. We didn't do that already? I thought we already had a Death of Superman animated film. My, my, did I dream that? Maybe I dreamed it. I could have swore there was one already. I'm confused. This is what happens when you don't prep. If you want better prepping, just check out our, uh, check out our typical Capeless Crusader episodes. Much better prepped than what I'm doing. This is more of a laid back. How you doing? So, embrace it. I got kids yelling in the background. I mean, come on. How much prep can I do? You tell them to be quiet, they're gonna be quiet. They're gonna sit there, they play with their toys. This one's mumbling to himself. My fur daughter is licking the ground. And the fur son, the cat, Cal, he's just looking out the window. He's having a, he's having a uh, aerial moment. He wants to be where the people are. There was one, wasn't there? Thank you. Thank you, Curtis. So I don't get then what's the big hype about this first look at the DC animated film Dead Superman? We already did it. Did it did it end on the cliffhanger? Was it a cliffhanger? Is that what it was? I didn't see it. I'm sorry. I I've watched DC animated films. I've not seen this one. Not the biggest, you know, exciting. I'm not really excited about you know the death of Superman. Wasn't excited about Nightfall when that stuff happened. Still won't own that comic. I still won't buy that comic. I won't do it. Not that cover. No. Oh. Give my kids nightmares. Give me nightmares. Just the cover alone. No. Mm -mm. No. Go to hell, babe. Can I say that on, to on Twitch? Yeah, I just did. Uh, let's see. Chris McKay assures fans he won't be leaving Nightwing film. Chris McKay, I've tweeted you quite a bit with pictures of myself. Close. Pictures of myself. Saving Green Nightwing. 
I know, I know what you're saying. I know what you're thinking. Hey, Steve's, you're in your mid thirties. You're kind of old to be Nightwing. Hey, I say nay to you. If Batman, if Ben Affleck's Batman is like getting close to fifty, I'm an older Nightwing. What about it? Back off. And besides, a Facebook test, a very accurate Facebook test, said I look 28, and I'm gonna run with that. Thank you, Zuckerberg. Here's to you, by the way. Case you blow going like that. Here's to you, Zuckerberg. Chris McKay, I'm on IMDb. Check me out. I've tweeted you a bit. Anyway. Uh, let's see. Oh, good. Chris Zucker says Rosh Hashanah 4 is happening. It's not comic related, but I just saw that and I got upset by it. Chris Zucker says Rush Hour 4 is happening. Don't get me wrong. Loved Rush Hour Part 1. Loved Rush Hour 2. Rush Hour 3 was fine. Not in a hurry for a fourth one. Sorry, especially right now with the, some of the things that are coming Brett Ratner's way. You know what I'm talking about. Mm -mm. So Rush Hour 4. Mm -hmm. Oh! Personal fun here. They're making the Halloween movie right now. Jamie Lee Curtis is coming back as Laurie Strode. Comes out October 19th. Your boy's counting down the days. We're at 238 days right now. 238 days. I'm counting down. October 19th, this year, Halloween, 40 years later, Jamie Lee Curtis back as Laurie Strode. Mark it in your calendar. I'm going to be there. You should be too. you got plenty of time to watch the Halloween series. Granted, they're only basing this off the first and second one, so that's all you need. Or maybe just the first movie. Hey, just watch the first one. You're good. Um... Uh, uh, Zachary Levy shares sexy comic book accurate jet black hair. Since Zachary Levy, uh, Zachary Levy is of course playing Shazam, uh, due out next year. Uh, my internet is choosing not to show me the picture of his sexy jet black hair. Just got a spinning bar going. Thanks, Comcast. Oh, there we go. Okay, here we go. Uh, nope. Still, there, oh. It's not bad. I mean, camera to camera, I can show there. There's Zachary Levy right there. There he is, showing his sexy jet black hair. No, no, no. Alright. Okay, Shazam. I did hear he's putting on muscle. I'll give him that. Shazam in 2019. We're gonna leave LRM now. Uh, keep on cruising, keep on cruising, keep on cruising. Hi, here, here comes my son. Hi. Say, say hi to the people. Jack, come here. Say hi to the people. Say hi. Hi. Okay. There he is. Taekwondo star right here. Got his belt and everything. Guess not. I don't know where he gets it from. I have no idea where he gets that from. Let's see. Uh, who else do I follow in the old comic books movie world? Stuff. What time is it? 8.52? Okay, I'm going to try to keep this to a half an hour, so we got about 8 minutes. Yeah, 10 minutes. I was, I was a little after. 8.30. Um, I'm actually very impressed with how quiet Tommy is. It's quite impressive to me. Let's see. Bleeding cool. I don't know what a bleeding cool right now. 
So just, just they're giving track I've read from comicbook.com, LRM online, and now we're going to Bleeding Cool. Uh, let's see. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. Xbox teases Rise of the Tomb Raider headed to Xbox Game Pass. Is that for you? Let's see. Kirby. Not video game. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. This is classic radio and TV. Just me scrolling through an iPad that you can't see. This is how you do things. We do have The Walking Dead, as I mentioned earlier, coming back tonight. Mm. I'm very excited by that. I am the, uh, I believe I'm the sole Walking Dead viewer on the Capeless Crusaders. Not sure if anyone else is watching. I know Barry's not watching. I don't think Curtis is watching. Tom, Tom, my bad. Tom watches. Tom watches. Not sure if Amy's watching. Well, not that Tommy. Tom, Pet Borson. Tall, Dark, Not Ugly. He watches, so we got Walking Dead premiering tonight. Excited, I'll be reviewing that. Uh, that'll be up on LRM tomorrow. There you go, there. The plug. That's it. Well, right now on the screen, uh, Falcon and Black Panther are uh, cornered. And they're being helped by Iron Fist. I have seen this one. We've, we've watched this episode like five times. Iron Fist shows up and helps T'Challa and Sam out. It's like they, they go back. Are there new episodes, or am I just watching old like old Avengers stuff? Like, thanks, Disney XD. Nothing really comic booky in the Bleeding Cool updates right now. Michael B. Jordan really wanted to play T'Challa in Black Panther. He was already the lead in two previous Ryan Coogler movies. He can't can't be the lead in all of Coogler's movies, man. Come on. Boy looked ripped by the way. I'm gonna save my Black Panther chat for tomorrow night when we have our episode. But boy, was you thought he's big in Creed? Mm -hmm. uh, Arrow season six back for only two weeks before talking and taking another night off. That's a vacation they're having over there in the DC CW universe. Just bottles and toys being dropped in the background. I hope you enjoy that noise. Uh, let's see. Mark Millar, I did read this article. Uh, Mark Millar says DC movies fail because the characters aren't cinematic. Mm. You know point? This is written by uh, Jude Terror. That's a cool name for a writer. Jude Terror? Could be a writer. Could be a fighter. Who knows? Um... I read the story about what Mark Millar said. He even said this as a massive DC fan. He admits to being a huge DC fan. He's written for both. And he's written for Image. Hi, Daddy. Uh, hey, bud. Um, hmm? I'm talking to the people. The people. Look, Avengers. Avengers? Works. Um, he says that due to the time periods of when they're created, uh, Way back when DC, I mean, it was like the 30s, uh, the 30s, and they're created, whereas Marvel, a lot of the characters are more 60s based. He has a point. Oh, look at it. Uh, something wrong with my mouth. This is personal. It's not, this isn't, a, I'm not in front of the live studio. It's just personal stuff. It's like you're in my house. I put food in my mouth and I talk. It's okay. Um, 
Marvel does tend to mess more with character personal issues. And it does so in a great way. And the X-Men, that's that's civil rights issues up and down. Throw in time traveling, future stuff, claws coming their fists. In the end, the X-Men is about civil rights. You have, you know, Tony Stark is a regular guy. He's got shrapnel in his heart and deals with, you know, past demons. There is that aspect of the super of the DC characters being these untouchable gods. He even mentions in the article that Batman is the one you get who is closest to those uh, these character connections that Marvel has. That's why Batman films usually work pretty well in today's age. You can make a Batman movie today because Batman has a lot of personal issues too. So Batman works, but you have these gods, Tommy Singh. You have these gods like Superman, Wonder Woman, and trying to make them relatable um, to today's audiences. Hello. Hi, say hi. Man. Hi. Go ahead. Um, you you have. I believe you can make those godlike characters personal. And again, Wonder Woman succeeded pretty well. It's hard to say that Wonder Woman didn't do well, but it's also her first movie out. Um, it was a great debut. Where do you take her from here? What's Wonder Woman 2 going to be about? What's Wonder Woman 3 going to be about? I, I believe you can make these characters personal. I believe DC has, success, has succeeded comic book-wise. With their current stories, Green Arrow has a great had a great series out. Um, Superman had some great issues out. There's ways that you're just talking to the camera now, aren't you? Oh, oh that, that now you've won the hearts of the audience. You only does it on camera. He doesn't do that in public. No one does. Everyone saw that. They're gonna know that for life that she kissed me in the cheek. You'll never live that down. Doesn't care right now. My crumbs. Um, he keeps knocking me off track of what I'm talking about. The DC comics right now, I think, are doing a good job. The cinematic universe, while I think is improving, still has a lot to go. We've agreed on the show before that we think DC films felt they were trying to rush to catch up to what Marvel is doing. When Marvel has taken 10 years to do what they're doing. And then they didn't succeed right away. They had bad movies before Iron Man 1 came out. So, they just tried to rush and catch up, and they built these stories that tried to cover so much in limited amount of time. And Man of Steel, I thought, is good. I still am a Man of Steel fan. I still think Man of Steel is a good film. I don't care what anybody says. I support Man of Steel. Elements of Batman vs. Superman I thought were good when you watched the unrated director's cut because they cut out scenes, no theatrical one, and the cut out scenes actually made it make a little more sense. Still plenty of clunky parts throughout Batman vs. Superman that I would have changed. I actually enjoyed Suicide Squad, but I get why uh, many didn't. I understand it. Not a perfect film, nowhere near a perfect film. Uh, Justice League, I enjoyed. It seemed like it was lacking something. Uh, there was good in there. We got the Superman we've been wanting. Even though 
it was a horrible CGI mustache. Which, in my case, what they should have done here, a little spin off. How they should have handled the Henry Cavill part in Super in Man of Steel and uh, Justice League. Put a beard on him. Have him with a beard. Can't save the. You can't shave the mustache. Okay, no problem. Put him in a beard. He's been dead for a while. Maybe he had a beard grow out. I don't know. He had a long looking. Uh, yeah, he had hair flowing in the comics when he died and came back. What, what, give him a beard. Maybe he had a beard. And well, it'll be, you can take off the whole beard like at the very last scene when he flies away. Because that last scene. Look at the, here it is. I'm on, I'm on something. I'm on a trail right here. The last scene in Justice League. No, you can't anymore. You're done. The last scene when they've saved the world and it shows them all walking away and Clark is walking down the street. He looks up, sees something's going on, and he does the, the you know, the, the S reveal and flies off. That scene was filmed when he had no mustache. His face was clean. Should have just kept Superman with a beard the majority of the movie. Even when he's back in his suit, keep him a beard. Easier, it's easier to make a beard look real as, as, than it is to make a mustache go away, as we noticed in Justice League. You put him in a beard, the whole Justice League film. The whole film. After they beat Steppenwolf, after he's defeated, everything after that, everything after that was filmed when Henry Cavill didn't have a mustache. There was no CGI there. So, so he beats, he beats uh, Steppenwolf. They win, they win the day, and now he's finally had time to shave. And then he has, you know, then you have Henry Cavill with his clean face. Get over it, it'd have been fine. No, instead we got, we got, I got Henry Cavill looking like this. And then, it, it didn't take away from the story for me, but I knew right away, oh yeah, there it is. There's the CGI message. Henry Cavill is a handsome man. And somehow using CGI, we found a way to make him look like Shrek. Yeah, yeah, uh -huh. hey, hey, look like yes, sometimes. Just keep it a beard. Look, Cap, Captain America's me rocking a beard in Infinity War for what looks like the entire film. If you know, Cap's got a beard, let Soup's have a beard. Keep him the beard. They beat Steppenwolf. Beard's gone. He had time to shave. No, we had to we had to keep him clean cut face because we can't break people's hearts about how Superman looks. Here's my rant on what they should have done in Justice League. Keep the beard, not CGI mustache. Whatever. Beards don't work if you see or something. You had Bruce Wayne with a beard, and then you show him shaving. That was a big, that was a big side ramp I just took. I apologize for that. That's how you should have done it. But anyway, Mark Millar has a point. Um, Wonder Woman succeeded, but it was her first film. Great first film. We'll see what she goes from here. Batman succeeds because Batman is the human who's relatable to people. He can have those human moments. The others, they gotta find a way to delve into the character, which I think Man of Steel did. Man of Steel showed us a character dealing with what he has and figuring out what he's supposed to be. Dude, play up on that more. Play off on that more. You don't have to go plunge into the darkness. To get someone to be like that. Batman is always going to be darkness. Get over it. Batman's a dark character. That'll always be that way. But you can still keep a lighthearted movie and keep the humanity. This guy did it. Many other guys did it. 
So Mark Millar has a point. I think they can be made today, whereas he kind of says they can't. I think they can. Just have Mark Millar write the screenplay. Again, that was from Jude Terror over at Bleeding Cool. Regarding Mark Millar's comments on DC and Marvel films. Um, well, well, we are approaching the end of my show. I usually give you guys about a half an hour of this face. Don't throw up. Don't don't throw up. It's I'll, I'll stop at this moment. I'm sorry. Um, next week I may have more of a themed topic for you. I may. I may not. It might be me reading the news. It might be me showing off toys. Who knows? Uh, Tune in tomorrow night, uh, as we will be having our Monday night episode of the Capos Crusaders. We'll be talking about a certain film that came out recently in the comic book world that's doing pretty well. You may have heard of it. I may have talked about it last week. Um, we'll talk about it tomorrow night. I'm going to take a quick look of said film's uh, box office run for the weekend, because usually at about this time they have those numbers out. They did last time that I was on. Uh, let's take a look here. Again, this is me on the internet. Fun, fun radio and television right here. Me typing on my iPad to go to a website. Ain't this something? Ain't this exciting? You can, you can even almost hear my fingers tapping on the keyboard. You can, actually. No, no, you can't. I don't have that turned on. I lied to you just now. It sucks to be lied to. I understand. We're going over to box office... Mojo.com to see what they've got up for us. My son just stole more crumbs from my plate. Uh, we are looking at what looks like a $108 million weekend for said uh, Marvel film that was released last week. That film right now, those numbers are accurate, is Counting the foreign market, the worldwide uh, worldwide market right now for the Black Panther is at 704 million worldwide. 400 in the U.S., 304 foreign market. Total of 704 million for that film in its second week. That's all I'm gonna say. We'll have more to talk about tomorrow night when all the Crusaders are on. We'll talk about that film, how we felt about it since everyone now has seen it on our cast. So there are three news stories for you. Hope you enjoyed that. Tonight, again, is The Walking Dead from, uh, return. Uh, season 8 continues tonight. Uh, we will go on till May, I believe. So there'll be that episode, and I'll be reviewing it again for LRMonline.com. So catch my review there when you get a chance. Probably Tuesday or Wednesday when they put it up. I'm also reviewing the best film nominees for the Oscars for LRMonline.com. The Oscars are next Sunday. 4.30 p.m. is when the red carpet starts. Uh, remember, in the comic book world, Logan is nominated for Best Adapted Screenplay. So there you have it. We got Logan in Best Adapted Screenplay. So comic book movies have gotten like, special effects, special effects nominees and stuff like that, but this is in the Best Adapted Screenplay for Logan. So, will it win? I don't think it will, but it's awesome to see that it's nominated. So, remember that. Oscars next Sunday, The Walking Dead tonight, tomorrow night, a new episode of The Capos Crusaders, live, most likely, from the safe house. I'm not going to tell you where it is. It's a safe house. It takes away the whole meaning of the safe house. So, 
And of course, keep uh, stay uh, focused on our website, thecapelesscrusaders.com. Stay focused on all of our social media. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter as at the Capeless Ones. We're on Instagram at the Capeless Crusaders. We're on Tumblr, the Capeless Crusaders. We have a Snapchat. No one's using it at the moment. Uh, David Berry has a Pinterest. You can follow him there. Um, we are looking into other forms of social media to connect with you guys, so please stay tuned to that. That will be happening. We're looking at things, we're researching, we're reading stuff. I'm trying to read, and uh, we'll be getting on those bandwagons uh, shortly. My son once again taking more crumbs from my plate. You think I don't see you? I have glasses on, but I have peripherals. Kind of. It's blurry. On that note, for the Capeless Crusaders, I am the Azorian one, Anthony Steves. Bidding you a fantastic Sunday morning. Hope you've enjoyed Sunday coffee with me. And I'll see you next Sunday when we do this again. And maybe keep on doing it every Sunday. Whether uh, whether I'm in town or not. Sunday coffee on the road. Say bye to Murdoch. Say bye to Stark. Say bye to the boys that you can't see. My dog. My cat is still looking out the window. On behalf of the Cable Crusaders, everyone. Good evening. Gotta hit end twice.